You're listening to That Park Live Podcast. From attraction deep dives to resort rundowns to cast member chats, they're here to help you live that park life. Here they are now. Beth and Greg. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to That Greg, Park Greg, Life Podcast. Bring it down. This is a very calming episode. We are oh. talking about Disney introverts today. I feel like oh we gosh. should be like, hello, Pawnee. Welcome <laughs> to the, <laughs> you remember the AM station? Oh. Should, should we should we whisper instead? We should do just a just a whisper. Yeah. Let me we know what you think. Should, should we do a, a whispering whole, episode? We should totally do a whole ASMR episode. Oh, my gosh. Um, I'm not very good at it. See, I start out whispering, and then by the end of it, I'm doing light voices, and then I'm back to this, and I'm like, hey, guys, what's up? Welcome to my ASMR. <laughs> but some people might like that, so, you know. But today, we're talking about Disney introverts. Hello, guys. I'm one of your co-hosts, Beth, hanging out here with uh, Greg. With Greg, who is sometimes introverted, believe it or not. That's right. Um, I'm really excited to talk to Steven. Yeah. Um, I've been following his account for a while, and I'm excited to dive deeper into into that world before we bring him on i, I have an update yeah for everybody okay a, a piping hot update that i'm sure you've all the been losing sleep. you've you've probably all been laying up in your bed at night or whatever it is you sleep on and you, maybe you've been thinking huh i can't wait for greg and beth to give an update on the royal guest rooms <laughs> of disney's port orleans resort rivers guess okay. what your day is here here it is here. welcome to the party okay I so we had some friends <laughs> it's not one of those it's, it's a small update but um we've talked about this before because obviously we did our resort rundown mm-hmm. for riverside that's one of the two port orleans resorts and uh, we talked about the royal guest rooms and some of the decorations in there so like officially disney uh labels it as a room decorated by tiana and friends mm-hmm. for all of her okay. royal subjects that are coming to visit blah 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 blah, blah. <laughs> But it's like a highly themed, moderate level room. Mm-hmm. It's, it's more in your face Disney than you would find at other resorts. So um, back uh, when we did our resort rundown, we talked about a couple of the things in the room, one of which was the magic carpet in the carpet. Right. The carpet has been replaced, which is a good thing. I hope that you all agree with that. It didn't really go I there anyway. <laughs> and well, and the thing, like, it's weird because the uh, ultimately those... it's about the princesses. Well, and weren't those the rooms that had like the genie lamp was the sink? Faucet. that's the other that's it though so it's the genie lamp was oh, like the okay. connection to the magic carpet on the floor yeah, which and then there might be a picture of jasmine on the wall of princesses but for the most part the room has the like bayou like Feel uh to it. think yeah princess and the frog as far as theming goes mm-hmm. um i mean if you look at the headboards in the room you know exactly what i'm talking about but it also includes other uh, uh, princesses and then on the wall are some silhouettes of their corresponding princes or they're boo things, if you will. Boo, but anyway, thang. the um, the carpets have been removed, and now we get that vinyl flooring, which I think is is a good choice yeah. because carpets always get that weird, right? That's not a new thing that they've been swapping outside. out. It's like carpets are pretty, but they're just gross. Yes, it's they a, get gross. It's no too hot down there. You've got too much foot traffic going on. I mean, there's no telling how much stuff is just like caked into like those carpets in general when they pull all that stuff Ugh. up. This is so Ugh. much better. I don't even want to know. So. Um, since the flooring has been replaced, that does mean that the magic carpet is gone. So you you win some, you lose some here, everyone. So you got a, a wow. new flooring, but you do lose the, the magic carpet. But yeah. I don't think it's really much of a loss. Um, also, another small thing, the chairs are in there are different. I don't know why they decided mm. to change the chairs, but they're cool. They're a nice, bright blue. Like we could sit around the little table that's in there, like a, the coffee table, yeah. the breakfast table, if you will. 
but they're these nice uh, kind of brighter blue backs that have Tiana's crown in it. Okay. You know what crown I'm talking about. It almost looks like a frog foot yeah. imprint, like that, that style. Yeah. Um, and that, that crown is also on the curtain in the room. So a little more Tiana in the room and a little less Aladdin in the room, which is fine, <laughs> but it's an um, update. Those old chairs will probably be at the uh, Antique Emporium before you know it. <laughs> I mean, maybe. For hundreds and hundreds of dollars, of course, but... Yeah, so, probably. Uh, look there soon if you want to get one of those chairs. Mm-hmm. Um, but otherwise, the room is pretty much the same. So I know sometimes things change, but yeah. Um, still, Tiana is in the frame that was intended for Snow White. Because if you look around, it has Snow White's initials on it. I really wish they would change that. Yeah, That's so weird. Um, They're like, just yeah, kidding. I mean, no I, one will notice. Yeah. Oops. Snow White. Also, I'm um, I'm very interested to see like what we're gonna see next at in the parks. Um, at the Splash mm. Mountain because they've like started to put some stuff up up high, which is supposed to be like where the tree is on the top with Mama Odie's boat in there. And so I'm um, I'm guessing they're going to be covering all of that with scrim soon. But it looks like they're starting to get they're getting started yeah. up there in that top part. So it'll be cool. They're they're making some way in yeah. that. And then the starting to look good. the restaurant opened to Disneyland, didn't it? Yeah, Tiana's place. Yeah. Um, I don't think it opened, but they announced an opening date. Yeah, they announced an opening date and they posted the menu. The menu looks pretty good. Um, they got mm. shrimp and grits, and I'm like, okay, that's what I want to go and try. So sign you up. I already, um, I've already, you know, done my due diligence and looked at the menu and figured out what I want. Um, okay, which is pretty much what I do here. So, um, <laughs> let's talk about your Ohana dinner. Every time you go, I'm like, it's like we're shocked, but I'm like, <sighs> Ohana, you go like once a month now. I feel like so. <laughs> well, here's here's the thing, everybody. You know, it's easier. Honestly, it's easier to get a last minute reservation. Yeah. If you ask me, than it is to get one at your 60 day mark or yeah, whatever. It is. Um. So last week when we were recording, it was right before I was leaving to go to Ohana. Mm-hmm. So I was like hungry, and uh, I'm um still full from Ohana. No, I'm not still full. Uh, it was a we had a good time. It's a good meal, right? Like oh, yeah. I, to me, that's one of the meals that just hasn't gone down in quality, nor has the service gone down. I will say though, everybody. Mm. That please don't be afraid to communicate with your serving staff what type of pace you'd like to travel at. Oh, yeah. Because I made the mistake of not doing that this time. And um, when the bread came, the bread and the salad came, which is like the very first course. And then usually is the next is the skillet that has the dumplings or the sorry, the pot stickers, the wings yeah. and the noodles. Mm-hmm. Um, usually there's some time in between. But I like broke a piece of my bread off. It was like dipping it in a little bit of butter. And I was telling my mom a story, the same story that I told um, on our patch chat, that's like the big secret story that I'm not supposed to talk about. Yeah. A couple of weeks ago, uh, a, certain ex- a certain mystery experience I had. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was telling her that story and um, like maybe 30 seconds goes by and boom, the skillet's out. I was like, I'm not even done with my bread yeah. yet. And I love that. I make sweet love to that bread. That's like, <laughs> that is the reason I'm there. I have to go outside for a cigarette break after mm-hmm. I don't even mm-hmm. smoke. So um, it's like my favorite part of the meal. Um, and it was already out. And then I'm like, okay, I guess I'll, I, you know, can we keep eating the bread though? Or whatever. And then boom, the, uh, um, the meats came out. The chimichurri chicken came out. Yeah. I was like, what? Can we t- time out here, everybody? Yeah. Um, we need a break. So um, she's like, well, the girl's a little bit behind on the steak and the shrimp. And I was like, oh, that's totally okay. You You're know like, what? Well, Don't I worry wish about everything else would have been a little behind. Yeah. This was like, fi- this is less than 15 minutes and everything's yeah. on the table. I'm so I would say that, like, cause we've, when we go, sometimes I do feel like it's rushed. But it's just me because I'm like, okay, well, it's here. Now I got to eat it. And we got to hurry up and like get out of here because they, they need, you know, they're going to have to fill this table again. And Doug's mm-hmm. always like, okay, slow down. Like, because he wants to like eat and then kind of sit for a minute. And I'm always yeah. like, should we go? Do we need to go? Do we need to go? You know, I'm like, so it is like you do. God, I don't need, I need to slow down. I'm one of the people that need to slow down. 
Um, I was just, I, we enjoyed our meal, by the way. Excellent. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, I live for, I live for the bread in the beginning and then the banana and the uh, pineapple coconut yeah. bread pudding at the end. Yeah. So good. <sighs> it is the best. I mean, it has changed a little bit over time. Doug's like not a huge fan of the change, but um, I like it either way. I'm like, you put ice cream and caramel in anything. It's going to taste good. Ooh. <laughs> so. What it was, but the shrimp that we had that night mm-hmm. was the best shrimp I've ever had in my entire life. Wow. It was just perfect. Um, and don't be surprised if you see us back there in like two months. That's just how we roll. Okay. Yeah, that is how you roll. We don't go, but we, by the way, we don't eat anywhere else on Disney property. We literally, yeah. since um, April. What about Gasparilla? I think. Not Gasparilla. Um, Florida. Florida. <sighs> Take three. <laughs> Grand, Floridian Grand Floridian Cafe. Cafe. I haven't eaten you there. I haven't had a chicken sandwich so there we, in forever. Which, by the way, no, we've you, done you're going to have to take me at some point. So that'll We've done our lifestyle change in April. Yeah. And since then, I, I haven't had Cosmic Rays in months. Like, we really don't yeah. eat there often. So now, what money we would have spent on those, like, every couple of weeks, we go to Ohana every couple right. of months. I mean, you better watch it, Greg. You're going to lose your status at, at Cosmic Rays. People are going to be like, no. I don't... Well, I still go there. I don't know what the Greg Burger but... is anymore. <laughs> the Greg Burger. Oh, my little burger with the cheese. The Burger Greg style. And then, what is and that? And then the, you put the, the barbecue and the ranch mm. on it. I miss my, my, my restart meal. Okay, I, I see so you have there. a note here. So let's talk about to-go containers at Ohana. Oh, just remember to ask for to-go containers yeah. because I... um. I brought them home for, for not even for Nicole. Nicole wound up not being able to come with us. I brought them home for some coworkers at, without them asking me for it. And they were, they were pleasantly surprised. Stop. So if you can make ma- I know that not everyone lives here. and yeah. But just know that if you're going back to your room after, absolutely get to-go containers. Yeah. They typically give you one per person. I had my own just in case they were being weird about it. Yeah. Um, or, you know, and a cooler you in my a cooler car bag that you're taking into the park yeah just throw it in your cooler bag be... yeah i had a cooler in my you car know how good Pop those noodles boom, will be boom, like when you're done at the end of the night <sighs> or like even if you've just had some beverages and you you know you're trying to eat something before you go to bed do you know how good that food would yeah. be <laughs> oh <laughs> that my would goodness. be so good oh delicious I don't remember when exactly this happened, but I came across mm-hmm. this account once, Beth, and I was like, huh, what's a dintrovert? Right. And um, obviously, I, I dug a little deeper there, saw the website, and then I don't know how much longer after that, I did our, our cruise, so it was my first time on the Disney Dream, and I remember finding like a couple of areas that I thought were relaxing to be in, like a nice spot mm-hmm. to recharge, especially early in the morning. And I remember tagging the the Dintroverts account, and it turns out Stephen from Dintroverts was also going to be on that ship later. And I think that's like maybe <gasps> yeah. when we first started chatting it's a little together. bit. Um, and speaking of the man, the myth, and the legend, Stephen, hello and welcome. Stephen, hello. Thanks for we having were trying me. To, um, earlier in the episode, we were trying to keep it down and low and. You know, we just want to be really comforting and relaxing here on our episode. So feel free if we get a little too loud to tell us to bring it down, okay? Oh, no worries. We'll, we'll I even fine. did the extra creepy thing of whispering, and no one likes yeah. the whispering. No, we're ASMR. <laughs> um, so t- we like to typically start by asking people, like, where did your love for Disney start? Has this been a lifelong thing? Where did all of this start for you? Yeah, well, so it. I had never been to a park until after my senior year in high school. So I never had the whole childhood experience, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, so that's where it started. And then I did the I did the college program at Walt Disney World, and that's okay. really I think where where it really started. Oh, what um, did you do? What role? Uh, it was merchandise at the Ooh. Hollywood Studios. 
So okay, Studios. like Mickey's of Hollywood or Down Sunset. Uh, mostly anything on the right side of Hollywood Boulevard. Oh, the five, um, okay. five and dine. Yeah, yep, that was a yeah. popular one. So. Yeah. Wow. And did you like enjoy it or were you like, I want to work here, but do a different job? You know, I did enjoy it. Um, it okay. was it was at a point in my life where I was still kind of figuring things out early in college. And and so it was it was eye opening um, and it was a lot of fun. Um, so, yeah, I, I did enjoy it for the most part. And then where do you go to college, if you don't mind me asking? Oh, yeah. Uh, Utah State. So. OK. And like you just they just came and did like their spiel and you were like, I think I want to do this because, I mean, people who don't really grow up on Disney typically aren't like trying to jump in right away. So what kind of uh, drew you to doing the college program? Yeah. So I had I had a couple of friends that wanted to do it and I thought they so were peer in. pressure. Yeah, basically. <laughs> Everybody's doing it. <laughs> but then they ended up bailing out. So they I don't even know if they interviewed. I think one of them did. But um, okay. but yeah, so I was the only one that ended up actually doing it all right and you just went down there for a semester i'm assuming yeah yep that was your college program so uh fast forward 25 years later and now you're here um (laughs) beth i like to give steven a hard time he's not that much older than we are but the first (laughs) number of his age is higher than mine so therefore Uh, he's he's much older (laughs) well if it's higher than yours then it's higher than mine exactly (laughs) is there one next to it or (laughs) Mm -mm -mm. (laughs) were we in high school at the same time that would no. be the other question. Maybe. Yeah, Maybe. probably. Okay. This was a big okay. year for me. This was a big four zero. So. Oh, okay. Then, yeah. We yeah, were, we're there. In, we were all in school at the same time, Craig. <laughs> well, <laughs> at I, one I wasn't in Utah. So if you're unfamiliar with the Dintroverts account, um, it is really, uh, well, rather than me describe it, when yeah, the person who who's here can describe it, so tell us uh, what it's about and how it came to be. Yeah, well, it's, I mean, more or less, I it's an introvert's guide to Disney parks. Uh, I like to say that it's one part learning about introversion, learning about yourself if you consider yourself an introvert, and then other part, basically how to enjoy the parks um, as an introvert. Because most people, you know, don't think of a busy theme park as a place an introvert would want to go, necessarily. Um, but I've, I've found the opposite to be true. You know, it's, it's kind of that level of escapism, but for an introvert, you know, it's kind of escaping that real life extroverted world that we live in and, and kind of get away from all that. So it's kind of a, a second level of escapism for, for me as an introvert. But yeah, so, you know, I talk a lot about different ways to recharge if your, you know, social batteries running low, uh, quiet places in the parks. Uh, I, I call my alcohol and coffee intake basically liquid extroversion or liquid courage. <laughs> um, so we'll talk about different it's good true. beverages. True. Yeah, it really does help. Um, but uh, we'll talk about different like rides or attractions that are more introvert friendly or, or even on the reverse ones maybe to avoid, you know, if there's mm-hmm. some audience participation involved. Mm-hmm. Um have you been wrapped up in an audience, like maybe before you knew, or like you weren't 100% aware? You chosen Have you chosen it, uh, Monsters, Inc. laugh floor. I was going to say, were you <laughs> You're that like, guy? I'm never returning. <laughs> so thankfully, I've never been picked um, for that one. The one that I still I still have trauma I'm working through is Enchanted Tales with Belle. Um, oh, that's a That smaller. one, I was yeah. picked as a knight, and that was, <laughs> that was traumatizing. You're like, I hate my life, and I'm <laughs> smiling for the kids. That's right. <laughs> Yeah, it was a little uh, rough, but I had yeah, I had no idea. I didn't didn't do any research. I didn't really know what that attraction was all about. So Okay. <laughs> oh man. 
that's got to be the worst when you're just like, okay, and now my nightmare is coming true, but I'm in one of the, my favorite places in the world. Exactly. Uh. And so you mentioned some attractions that you consider to be either safer or just a better option for introverts, aka dintroverts. So what are some that come to mind? Like what are some go-to Stephen approved attractions that stand out that are like your go-to, like the starter kit for a dintrovert? <laughs> I like that starter kit. Um, so let's see. First one that comes to mind always is uh, Navi River Journey. Um, mm, very soothing. Yes, very soothing. it really is. Because I think anytime you can slow down and just kind of go somewhere dark and cool, I think Navi River Journey is, is it's it. That's the one. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I like thrill rides, but this one, of course, doesn't have thrill, um, which is kind of what you need sometimes to, to decompress yeah. or relax for a short while. Um, but, uh, yeah, and just visually, uh, visually, it's, it's mm-hmm. appealing. I love, I love, um, the Pandoran, you know, atmosphere that you're in. Um, yeah. and the music too. I'm a big, a big person with music. Do you mean uh, this? Oh, that's right. Oh, this is soothing. <laughs> you got to wait for like the, the Mahewa part. This is doing her arms. Oh, it's the good parts coming everyone. Hold on. I'm going to be hearing that in my sleep tonight. I regret Mahewa, playing everyone. that. <laughs> Mahewa. Exactly. It will be stuck in your head now. Um, it's good stuff. But yeah, I love the music is really how I connect to the parks, it seems like. And so any any rides or attractions where the music really mm. hits home or, or it just connects with me in some way, then that's, yeah, that's where it's at. So it's a small world is what you're saying? Oh, yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. Oh, I was how kidding, we, but okay, good. How no. do we feel about living with the land then? <laughs> yes, that's another like one. That's, like for that's sure. Be another. You and Taryn, man. You and Taryn, y'all need to be besties. <laughs> she loves that. Maybe, maybe not the music that we showed her, but you know. Yes. Um, I feel like that one's another kind of like you're going through different scenes, um, like different landscapes, and then it's quiet. So yeah. So would you say it's mostly probably dark rides? Like there's... I feel like there's so many dark rides. Yeah, I do think, yeah, I think that the intense atmosphere of the parks, it's just nice to go into a dark, a dark area for mm-hmm. even just a few minutes. And, and with living with the land, you've got, I think what's also great about that is the educational element mm-hmm. to that. Um, yeah. And I can't speak for all introverts, but I do think that we tend to be a little bit more bookish in a way. We enjoy school. We enjoy learning about mm-hmm. things. And so... Mm-hmm. I think that's why it's you know right up my alley too is is you learn something. So Space Mountain's really not probably your top choice of. <laughs> not exactly. I do love like, it though. I can't though. see anything. I'm not learning anything, and I'm freaked out, <laughs> and everyone's screaming. <laughs> that's true. Very true. There's got to be though a few thrill rides or like higher caliber rides that still fit the like introvert safe mm. concept, right? Like. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Are there some that I, of course, I can't think of anything, but what would you say is like a, like a thrill like ride Soren, that is still Soren's like a thrill good. ride that's still introvert friendly, right? Yeah, that's a good one. Bad. Yes. Yeah, so I immediately thought of Soren because it's, okay. it's relaxing, but then also you have those moments where you're, you know, you feel it. Um, yeah. Yeah. Soren is definitely up there. Big Thunder, I think is a good one too. It's, it's got some thrill, but it's, it's yeah. it's also just a fun theme too. Yeah, a little more mild yeah. of a thrill, right? Like it's not not quite the same as rock and roller coaster, as an example. Yeah. yeah. What about um like 
um, I'm trying to, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to say like sit down shows, but that's not the word I'm thinking of. Like shows like, in theaters. Yeah, like, like shows Beauty in theaters. Beauty and the Beast live, or even like Philhar Magic, or like the Nemo or Festival of the Lion King. I would assume those are probably okay Pretty, for you. Like, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, it's not as if um, you know those are the only only rides or only shows I'll see, but mm-hmm. it's nice to balance it out, especially if you need that you know that moment to kind of recharge or relax um, throughout the park day because it can be you know a little intense sometimes for introverts. I just would like to say, as we're talking about this, I think it's so cool that we get to talk about this because sometimes mm-hmm. we internalize our feelings and maybe we think that something is wrong if we don't feel comfortable in like large crowds. Yeah. But I yeah. think it's cool. So thank you for normalizing introversion. Um, I often find that I need some time to recharge and I'm, mm-hmm. I find my energy to be recharged when I'm not around other people, thus the introversion. Um, so thank you for like... I don't know, making a cool. Thank you for being the ambassador of Disney introversion, I guess is what I'm saying, Stephen. Because um, it's a cool thing. Because I think that sometimes yeah. if we can't place that, we sometimes misplace our, like, I don't know, angst with it. And it comes out mm-hmm. in other ways. So I feel like if you have the opportunity to kind of like examine your park going experience, like, oh, you know what? I yeah. do find that I feel a little maybe anxious when I go to some of these attractions. And maybe you couldn't figure out why. Maybe it's this introversion, extroversion thing. It could be a lot of things. I'm not a doctor. Only, Honestly, I'd like to repeat, I, not Dr. Greg, everybody. Yeah. But I think it's cool to, to just kind of examine what's going on, maybe what might be affecting you in a certain way. I think it's good for everybody, though, mm. because, I mean, you think about, one, we think, of, we think of it a lot in terms of children, right? We think like, oh, well, kids need a break. And I'm like, no, everyone needs a break. Like, <laughs> you know, we all think about when we go on a family trip or whatever, and then people are kind of like yelling at each other, at each other's throats. I'm like, it's because everyone needs a break at some point. And sometimes like when you're not getting that, it's like, okay, this is a sign that you need to take a break and you're an adult and that's okay because kids need it, but so do adults. <laughs> we need to talk about this. Um, but yeah, I think normally we think of like, oh, well, ev- you know, everyone kind of needs a timeout, but it's like more in terms of children and that's not necessarily the case. So mm. for sure. Would, would you say you have a, a park that you find yourself at more frequently than others? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Epcot. Guess, can we guess okay. which? Yeah, I was oh, going to say, it's probably Epcot. It I is. I mean, what is like your favorite thing to do? Just like walk around the showcase? Like, what do you love to do there? I do think, yeah, I think the World Showcase is where that's really the main draw for me. Well, especially because the other side is has been under construction. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, I just, I love the, the countries. I love all those pavilions. Like I said before, in a way it's, it's you know, it's kind of a Disney version of, educating yourself about mm-hmm. different countries or cultures but um i love that aspect of it of course there's lots of liquid extroversion that you can partake um yeah. and the spaceship earth is is one of mm-hmm. my favorites i should should have mentioned that earlier that's a great a great uh, yeah. attraction for introverts as well but um yeah if judy, if judy dench doesn't if her voice doesn't soothe you i don't know what will <laughs> that's right i don't then know you what have will. no soul um, what would you say is a go-to liquid introversion for you? What are some of your, yeah. your favorite drinks around the World Showcase? <laughs> yes. uh, let's see. Goodness. So obviously when you have a festival, you've got so many other options. Um, but kind of a standard uh, I really enjoy is that uh, moonshine drink um, by Regal. Um, mm-hmm. Okay. The Regal the Eagle? Yeah, Regal Cause, Eagle. Because mm-hmm. America, you know, we like our moonshine. <laughs> That's right. Straight from Tennessee. <laughs> that's right. Um, yeah, that's a good one for me. You just you went straight to the hard stuff. You're like, um, just you know, I'm thinking like you might say, 
you know, like maybe a margarita or a beer. He's like, no, strip moonshine. Yeah, just, right to the grain just, alcohol. Just as much alcohol <laughs> you can get in one drink. And that's the great thing about Disney is they do not skimp on the alcohol. So yeah, they know what's up. I'm always telling people to go get a margarita. I'm like, look, all you need is one margarita. I'm, I'm a cheap date. If I have one margarita, like I'm done. I don't know how people drink around the world in Epcot. You know, that actually made me think of something, just thinking about drinks. So obviously at some point you're going to want to eat. And there are plenty of places to eat around the parks, either like, you know, quick service, you're kind of in and out of there, or even table service. But those pla- some places can get really crowded. Yeah. So I'm just sitting here thinking, what are some places that you enjoy going to that you might be able to recommend? You know, so one thing that I, yeah, like it can be hard to get into certain restaurants, but um, lounges. So I, I tend mm. to look for if, if a restaurant has a lounge or a bar area, because then you can just sneak right in there without a reservation um and and most of the lounges you don't have to talk to the hostess (laughs) yeah there you go i'm introverted (laughs) (laughs) i'll just go to the lounge it's fine that's good i'll talk to a bartender that's it that's it i'm not talking to a bartender and a hostess (laughs) that's right but yeah i mean and, and most of them serve more or less a full menu some some have a limited menu but a lot of them serve the same thing as the actual restaurant so um yeah so things like that are are a great way to to see something and and one thing i love to do is go over to like steakhouse 71 mm-hmm. and go to their lounge um and then and then go back into magic kingdom and mm-hmm. enjoy myself yeah. after having the lounge experience have you been to ohana because i feel like ohana is a quiet like we were talking about ohana earlier and i'm like that's probably my top like it's like relaxing and it's quiet and even the lobby like sitting in the lobby like before you go sit down and eat have you been there so i have yet i've only done the the tambu lounge but i have not done ohana okay i highly recommend do you like eating we've talked about this i think my question was do you like eating meat and you're like well maybe Mm. um spouse yes me maybe not as much but that's like you eat like a caveman right like it's it's basically a paleo meal too though with a little bit of dairy in there but it's it's mainly like someone was hunting and gathering for your meal that night so it's it's beef chicken and shrimp i would literally go there for the noodles and the bread pudding though i'm just gonna say that out loud (laughs) if they just had those two things i'd be like great i'm coming do you like shrimp i do yes okay well then they have shrimp so even if you're not eating like you know chicken and beef you can have some shrimp the shrimp is really good but Mm. i'm just gonna say highly recommend that especially for an introvert wouldn't you agree greg yeah i mean the only thing i don't like in there and this is really nothing to do with intro or extroversion is that i understand the vibe of the restaurant and they have the person playing the ukulele and oh yeah singing (laughs) forgot about i just wish they would stop because um i don't I don't want to say anything more so as to offend the performer. I just, yeah. it's not for me. It's not for Greg. Yeah. It's not Greg's yeah. cup of tea. I don't even like tea. And uh, I just wish that element would stop, but it's not intrusive yeah. and it's not, there is no, there is a little bit of crowd participation. Every now and then the singer will walk around and ask if someone's selling a birthday, but you just don't, have, oh, you just yeah. not raise your just, hand. Just it's not like they it. have your paperwork and they were like, Stephen, I see, we have here our, rec- our records <laughs> indicated as your birthday today. Happy birthday. Yeah. Okay, good to know. I didn't know about that, yeah. but yeah, so you don't but have even to. Like, especially <laughs> if you get a table by the window, like it's Ooh, just it's yeah, beautiful. It is beautiful over there, and it's quiet. That's the thing. Like, there's not a ton of like hustle and bustle going on. One, because there's usually not a ton of kids in there. Um, but like, I mean, nothing against kids, but it's just the atmosphere in general. I feel like it's just quieter. Yeah, I don't like, like the hustling and the bustling combined. Forget the bustle. I'll hu- I'll be a hustler all you want, but I will not be a bustler. I'll take the hustle, not the bustle. <laughs> yes. Um. So let's talk about then some other areas that like, let's say you've been in the parks and you just need to find, you know, you have your spots where you like to go and relax and recharge. 
Um, we call them places to zen out in Disney. And so I'm curious, what are like your top places in any of the parks to go? Like, I mean, we can honestly go through all of the parks. Like, let us know what are your top places for people to go and just kind of have some time to recharge. Yeah. So um, UK Pavilion back in the garden, kind of that courtyard area. Mm-hmm. That's that's what comes to mind first. I I mean, I like I like places to relax and recharge, but I, I don't necessarily want to be sitting in a corner all by myself necessarily. Yeah. yeah. So UK Pavilion's great because you you know you feel like you're still part of the park and you have this beautiful the hustle garden and area. the bustle. <laughs> That's right. Got to balance that out. <laughs> um, so yeah, I do, I love it back there. Um, now I will say, it's not exactly relaxing when there's a band playing in the gazebo. So yeah, yeah. Te- check in that in Canada. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's a little um, loud over here. You know, so check check your app, but. Um, I do love it back there. Let's see. I do like, so over at Magic Kingdom, uh, I don't know if you guys have ever noticed, back back behind uh, Ye Old Christmas Shop, mm-hmm. um, there, are, there's, there are some tables back there. There's also two benches that are covered um, in this little, little nook. Yeah. Um, it's, it's great if it's raining, uh, if it's sunny because you're, you're in the shade mm-hmm. and covered. Um, but it is a, a secret little spot back there um, that I like, and uh, it's just—it's really just right off of the main drag, and so mm-hmm. you don't feel like you have to escape all the way to your resort. You can just go back there and and relax for a few minutes. Okay, what about um, what about Animal Kingdom? I feel like that's always an interesting park because there's mm-hmm. not a lot of places to escape there. Hang out with the gorillas. Yeah, or it's just hot, you know. True. Um, so let's see. There is, I'm trying to think of the name of the kiosk. I think it's Caravan Road. Does that sound familiar? Sure. It's, uh, I think they do shaved ice or some sort of. Okay. okay. Yeah. So that kiosk, um, if you kind of go back behind it, there's a pathway and it leads up to this covered area with tables and chairs. Mm-hmm. I think it used to be a smoking section back in the day, but now it's yeah, not. That um, makes sense. Okay. And yeah, I don't see a lot of people back there. I don't think now, a lot where of people is, realize. I'm trying to think. So what land is that? I'm like, where is that? Uh, Asia. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's Asia. really okay. like between Africa and Asia. It might be considered okay. Asia, but like looking at the map, if you're wondering, it's kind of like where Asia and Africa meet. Um, if you, it is confirmed, Caravan Road. It's just across from Mr. Kamal's near the Warren okay. Outpost of any of the or the Feathered Friends in Flight. So that general area mm-hmm. is what we're talking about here. Yeah. Cool. Yep, just head off to the left and back of that kiosk, and you'll have a great little spot. Oh, okay. I honestly don't know that I've ever been back there. No. Sounds like you have some homework this week, Greg. I do. <laughs> When's the last time you've been in Animal Kingdom? Oh, it's been, oh, April, when they had their whatever anniversary right. this year on Earth Day. Yeah. So it's been five, just about five months. Yeah, you know, Four and a half, five whatever. months. We talk about how that's one of the parks we just don't really get it's to a lot. It's too warm. It's too warm. It's you so were just hot. there, right? I feel like I just saw you. Uh, we're posting from Nomad Lounge, right outside of uh, Tiffin's. Was that you? Or was it, or was it someone else? <laughs> that was me. Yes. Okay. Nomad. Good. Yeah. I feel yep. like that would be. That's a popular lounge, like popular spot. I think. For sure. Yeah, I love that place. There. Even the Jonas Brothers go there. The last time I was there, that's, that's who right. was there. That's right. It's been a while. <laughs> um, okay, so then let's talk about Hollywood Studios. Mm. I feel like Hollywood Studios is pretty insane at this point. Yeah, that one is a tough park for sure. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it just depends on... Baseline is a good place if, if you plan on getting, you know, a beverage or, or a snack or something. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that that is one park that's tough. Um, there are some 
Uh, I used to always like Pixar Place, um, mm. but now that it's mm-hmm. reopened with character meet and greets, it's not as quiet. Right. Um, but it's yeah. still, you know, relatively quiet compared to other other lands there. But um, yeah. I feel like there is some open space too, um, like kind of in the corners of Galaxy's Edge that are like there's just sounds going on and there's not really a ton of people walking around in those areas do you know what i'm talking about yeah some of those spots would be good too they're just maybe not as uh in the shade if you will true i have have two locations for your considerations david uh back when we did our places to zen out in disney on my list two of my items were in hollywood studios um i'll give you the air-conditioned one first i would not go during prime meal time but uh, second floor of Pizza Rizzo, when we go up there when it's not prime meal time, is usually very empty, and it's usually pretty cold up there. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> the theming up there is interesting. I don't know. Quote New York Italian, maybe. Um, but then there's that, <laughs> like, the venue room that, like, you can have a wedding in where it's got, like, the disco ball and stuff, which is a fun time. And if there's no one in there, it's even better. You can kind of, like, you take it all in. New York rat Italian? Oh, boy. Yes, that's exactly how I would describe it. Um, so I would I would say that that's always been a good spot for us to kind of like chill out and take a beat for a moment. In general, we kind of like that Muppets courtyard area because although it can get crowded, um, it's not like nearly as crowded as some of the main, um, you know, walkways in the park. Yeah. There's not much back there right now. The gift shop back there is closed. The two gift shops yeah. back there are closed. So the Christmas um, ones? Like the Christmas yes, uh, Christmas ones is closed. The Christmas ones closed, and then what used to be the Muppets. I'm assuming it will be if it ever reopens. Yeah. But they're like the two anyway. Um, we can, you can still go back there and take a picture with the fake snowman if that's something yeah. you're interested in, right outside Mama awesome. Melrose's. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we usually go up to p- the second floor of Pizza Rizzo one because it gets got that smell. I don't like necessarily the pizza that's served there, but I love the way it smells. Smell it. <laughs> it's so weird. It's I like, recognize I want to eat my weird. protein bar and it smells like pizza. <laughs> that's what I do. I go there and eat my protein bar. I'm like, oh, I'll pretend this is pizza. This apple tastes amazing. It's <laughs> kind of like the um, pizza. <laughs> my, my other one on the list for uh, Hollywood Studios is outside. And it is at the Tower of Terror. And I would like to say mm-hmm. that, yes, obviously, there you can hear the screaming and like there's a line. But at the that end music. of the attraction, just outside the gift shop, there are two benches on either side. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a concrete bench, so I would not necessarily yeah. say it's comfortable. Um, but it is usually not crowded there. And there are certain times of year where everywhere you go is crowded. But typically when we are going there, um, we usually will find a bench and just sit down because you can still hear the Tower of Terror like kind of creepy-ish music coming so you still yeah you still get your theme i love that um i like what you said earlier about not wanting to sit like in a quiet corner and be like alone you still want to enjoy the theming the immersion so i feel like that's a good example of that where you still get that tower of terror vibe and uh but you're not in the in the attraction um sometimes we also hang out in like the end of the ride like the elevator shaft where the tvs are where the photo pass is Mm -hmm. which now that i think about it maybe is a creepy thing to do um but it, there's an interesting energy in that room because everyone's coming out like when people are walking by. It's a fun people watching opportunity. But people are like energized. They're like keyed up because they're just getting off of the attraction. They're all like LOLing yeah. at their photos. And that just has always provided entertainment for us. Yeah. I wouldn't necessarily say it's an introversion uh, uh, area. Spot. But just f- as far as people watching goes, it's a good spot. I love a good people watching spot. Do you like people watching? Oh, yeah, for sure. Okay. He's been staring at us this whole time. But I mean, has, I, I don't think it's I'm like, is that an introvert thing? Because I just, I don't know. I feel like it does calm me down to be able just to sit and kind of watch the action going on around me and like, oh, yeah. but be like, oh, I'm not a part of that right now. I'm just like chilling. But there's all of this, you know, can be going on and I, I don't have to be a part of it and that's fine. 
Exactly. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You're there, but you're not. You can just kind of、yeah. take it in, but you don't have to actually be talking to those people. <laughs> right. And you can, you can like get some good, some good stories, you know, because you're like, oh,、mm, listen to what's happening. <laughs> and if you record it, you can watch it back later. That's、um, true. Don't do that. <laughs> do not do that. Oh.、Um, I am curious if I could give you the other ones from my list because, like, I wonder if you've experienced these things or,、yeah. um, or you're going to be like, Greg, you're stupid. You shouldn't have even said that. Um, so, I'll give you one in Magic Kingdom, and this is like on, on the, the spectrum. This is probably more towards the middle of like a Zen out place. But in Magic Kingdom, it's kind of tough in certain areas because, like, that's a、mm-hmm. busy park, right? There are yeah, tens of thousands of, of guests there on any given day. But this happens to be where I proposed、mm-hmm. to my now wife. So, maybe it's a sentimental thing. But over there on Center Street, there are the tables、um, in the back. So, if you're walking down Main Street, the castle's in front of you. This is that little street off to the right. Or the jewelry store in between the jewelry store and the glass blowing place, and、uh, so the, the tables back there we've just like hung out certain times of night, it gets busy, right? But generally speaking, it's not so bad, and you can still see like everyone walking by Main Street. You get some music, you do get some sound effects because like the, the buildings above you, like the rooms and stuff, have sounds coming out of them, so you still get some theming and some immersion back there.、Um, so we always like it, we've always brought a snack. Back when I was eating ice cream,、um, we would get ice cream from the Main Street、uh, ice cream parlor and then go sit over there and eat it in the winter. Otherwise, it would melt by the time you walked from, from the ice、yeah. cream place、yeah. to there.、Um, and at night, they've got the, the lights on in the area and it's nice. So I don't know if you've ever spent any time back there. Not a lot, yeah, but I'm going to have to. Yeah, add that, add to, that the to the list. Yeah. Yeah. That's it for Magic Kingdom. The other two are resorts. And I, we haven't really talked like, much about the resorts so far in this conversation. But I'm curious if you have any、um, resorts you've been to that you like. I'll give you mine since you're asking.、Uh, <laughs> over at Wilderness Lodge in the, in the Carrollwood Pacific Room, we just talked about it in our Wilderness Lodge Part 2、uh, resort rundown. It's usually quiet in there. There's a lot of train history. If you want to nerd out on train stuff、mm-hmm. and Walt Disney、yeah. stuff, there's a、Would、lot、like、to look to at, a lot of photos. Yeah. About the trains.、Um, along with the photos, you'll see the plaques and stuff giving you some information, some context to some of the items in that room. And it's, I always refer to it as like a mini museum to Walt and his love of trains. So it's like, it's cool stuff. And then during the middle of the day, it's not normally crowded. You might find more people in there in the morning and the night. Either they're kind of like chilling before the park or hanging out after the park. Usually, middle of the day, there's not a ton of people in there.、Um, if it's cold out, there is a fire they might want to warm up by for the three weeks of the year here that you might want to sit around a fire.、Uh, so, the Carrollwood Pacific Room, this is in the Boulder Ridge section of Wilderness Lodge. So, if you're unfamiliar, everybody, the Wilderness Lodge has its main lobby. That, there's that building off to the right. Disney Vacation Club's first expansion of the resort is Boulder Ridge. If you want to learn more, may I point you to our <laughs> resort rundown <laughs> episode of Boulder Ridge and Copper Creek? Because we talk all about it, like an hour long. Stuff about that resort, but I don't know if you have you been over there by chance? You know, I think we walked around there once, but not yet. We haven't spent a whole lot of time.、Um, so, here's what you should do you should、um, put your one earbud in and listen to it while you're over there. So, it's like a walkthrough.、Ooh. And so, as we're talking about it in the episode, then you can like walk around and see the things, and it's your own little like tour. There、oh、my gosh,、go. wait, has anyone done that? If you've done that, I don't know, that, but isn't that like、here? a smart idea? I just thought of that. was like, I wish people would do that. It's kind of like、oh. your own walking tour. My gosh, I think、just、I'm、saying. onto something. I'm sure someone does that, and I should already know that.、Um, I don't know. Just in- saying. Interesting. I don't know a lot of people who've done resort rundowns, Greg. Well, but、no. I'm just saying. And people、okay, are like, well, what are you doing? And then you could be like, oh my gosh, there's this amazing podcast. It's called that Walk Back <laughs> Podcast. <laughs> oh, but you have to, like, you know, it's free, though. It's free. You can, like, log on, you know, get your app up. And... <laughs> <laughs> Gotta get that app up. 
Mm-hmm. Um, one other thing I'll, I'll ask you about is the beach club. So uh, as you exit the beach club, uh, the, if you're familiar with the solarium, solarium, so if you're walking out of like the marketplace gift shop area off the lobby of the resort and you walk over to the Disney Vacation Club building, uh, there is, once you enter in there, there's like a little, a little foyer and then there's a little room called the breezeway and it's this nice little like, I don't know, seaside themed what, like New England? What's, what am I looking for? I mean, it's themed like the beach club, right? Like it's quaint in there. There's, there's some artwork on the walls. Mm-hmm. Um, there's not normally a lot of people in there. You can sit down, um, charge your phone if you need to, and just relax. It's one of my like go-to relaxation places. Across the hall, there's a, a like a, a room, the drawing room it's called. There's a pool table in there if you want to play pool. Do you play pool? You look like a pool player. <laughs> Not really. But. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> um, I don't know how you look like a pool player. I that's don't cool. know either. Obviously got some nautical <laughs> and beach theming because, you know, duh, it's beach club. Yeah. But just yeah. air conditioning. It's just a nice thing. And um, it's a, a nice way to, to kind of escape. So if you're walking around Epcot and you want a little bit of a break, you know, you can walk back out through the International Gateway. You have a couple of options. Um, I would say of the two, the beach club and yacht club, I mean, of the, of the resorts in the area, those are probably more quiet than the boardwalk. Um, I think Yacht Club is like especially quiet. Um, I don't know why. It just turns out to be the mm. the building that has not a lot of chatter. <laughs> I feel like it's never loud there. Yeah. It's because that's where all the rich people are staying. Well, I didn't want to say it. <laughs> yeah, they're too busy <laughs> buying and selling their stocks to worry about talking I mean, to me you know. or something. I don't know. <laughs> they're not worried about you. <laughs> they're not worried about me. Um. Yeah. So, wh- I mean, what about resorts? Do you have resorts that you're like, let's go there and hang out? What's or are you just mm-hmm. kind of more park? like focused no i mean definitely as a local now we we don't do as much with the resorts but we still i mean if we want to break from the park um it's super easy just to hop over to a resort so one thing that comes to mind is skyliner you know Mm -hmm. hopping over to like riviera for example um and even just the skyliner ride itself is a great relaxing way to yeah just kind of get away from the park for a minute um you know, if as you long time as you're it not right, stuffed in there with someone else, you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, I loved it back. You know, uh, not too long ago when they would just basically put one party per gondola. So, mm-hmm. but um, nice. yeah, but I mean, and if you if you time it during you know, like sunset time, that's a great time to be on the Skyliner. Um, but yeah, Riviera is one of my top top resorts to go just hang out and pretend like I'm there. Okay, so I have a question then because I think that as an introvert, I'm curious what your thoughts are on character meet and greets. Ooh. Is yeah. that like a hard no for you? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, because I'm just curious because I'm like, as, as an introverted person, like, would you rather have character meet and greets where they're not face characters? Like, do you like doing character uh, meet and greets? Like, what are your thoughts on that? That's a good topic because I I am not a big character, so I I'm not a big character person in general, and so maybe yeah, that's not why I'm not either, so I'm with you. I don't really like the meet and greets. Yeah. But also the meet and greets are a little awkward for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I do think maybe the face characters are more awkward just because they can, you know, interact you, with you. You kind of feel like you. you have to keep a conversation going. Yeah. You know. <laughs> so, I I do like to see them from afar. I like I like that they're in the park. I like what they bring to the park but i don't personally do a lot of of meet and greets <laughs> yeah i would i feel like that would be a thing across the board but i'm curious like i'm curious maybe you need to do a poll you need to take take a poll on your instagram account about introverts 
meet and greets yes or no let's just see what people come up with because i am interested to hear what people have to say about it i don't like them just because i think it's awkward like i'm like you i'm like i don't want to like have to carry on the conversation now nicole greg's wife is like a guru she's like i call the her sense- the character whisperer she, yeah she just communicates with them in such a way yeah she's the sensei of meet and greets but i'm like Uh, not me like I'll get my picture taken if it's like a big deal but um when we do character dining I'm like oh I want to do character dining but I'm like you I'm like but I want you to stay over there I don't want you to come to my table while I'm eating exactly Uh, so okay well that makes sense then what about um like parades and fireworks shows those I love them but they're tough if, if you don't like to be around crowds especially with the fireworks um so you know I I think I've learned to find, you know, different places to watch the fireworks okay. um, that maybe don't have the, the perfect view necessarily. But, um, you know, if, if it's the first time seeing a show, you might want to deal with the crowds and be there uh, in the action and, and see it the full the full effect. But um, after you've seen it once, I think uh, I enjoy, you know, checking out different spots. Um, it, you know, Magic Kingdom fireworks, that one's that one's probably the hardest. Um, Epcot's a little bit easier with the you know crowds dispersed yeah. around the the lagoon, but uh, but yeah, and parades you know I parades are not so bad. Um, one thing I do like to do is is I will park myself where the parade starts, and so I don't have mm-hmm. to wait around as long. Um, you know, I get mm-hmm. to yeah. see the parade as soon as it's there, and then I can be on my merry way and not have to wait with with everybody else. Everybody but else. <laughs> yeah. So then, have That's you right. guys done Halloween party or Christmas party? We have yes. Okay. And did you feel like it was worth it? I mean, did you feel like it was hard to navigate because of crowds? Because it's like you don't really have a choice when it comes to stage shows. Uh, I mean, you do when it ha- when, with parades, but I'm just curious for someone that's introverted. Do you feel like it's still worth it um, for, you know, what you're paying for for those? Yeah, I mean, I think it depends on, yeah, what you're going into the party. Like, what's your priorities? Um, because, yeah, I mean, we the Hocus Pocus show, for example, if you're really into Hocus Pocus, I am. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I think it's worth, I think it's worth being with the crowd just so you can see it. And, yeah. and, and if they have multiple shows, you know, try to go to the later show, mm-hmm. typically not as crowded. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, when it comes down to it, you know, if, if you love the parks, then you kind of, you act like an introvert or you act like an extrovert yeah. and deal with it, uh, to a certain extent because you like it, yeah. you know, and I think in your normal day-to-day life, you're, you're probably not going to do things like this. Um, but because you love the parks, you know, you're willing to, to, to put up with it in a way, but, um, but yeah, the parties, you know, they can be fun, but, um, but yeah, they can be also a bit crowded. Yeah. I feel like I've learned a lot and I hope that, that others too. And of course you have your website that I'll tell everyone about to make sure that they go out there. It is dintroverts.com. If you want to follow our guest, Steven today, we'll put his information in our episode description, although it is just simply at Dintroverts. I think we've given you some homework too, so we'll be looking. Yeah. Uh, we'll be looking for some of those things as well. <laughs> yeah, I've been making notes, so Good. appreciate your. Here's one more note for you before you run away, um, yeah. and for everyone that wants to do it, one of our favorite spots to watch um, now, happily ever after. But whatever the Magic Kingdom fireworks are or will be, is on the little bridge um, that overlooks Haunted Mansion slash where the steamboat normally is. Because it's often just me and Nicole mm. when we're watching it. I, it is rare, truly rare, that there are other people like within five to ten feet of me um, while watching the fireworks. So you get to see the big fireworks that are shooting off from the back of the park. 
and you don't get to see any of the projections from the castle, but you still get all of the music and all the big fireworks. Um, we also love watching it in like Fantasyland in between the fireworks, which is a fun time because a little bit more of a 360 action. Yeah. We've also watched them just outside um, Gaston's uh, Tavern, whatever mm-hmm. the name is, and outside the queue for uh, the Little Mermaid attraction because the same thing. There's people are walking by. They're like not there to watch. Yeah. But if you just find a little bench, and there is a couple there, or to stand up to the side, they're right there, the fireworks. It's so cool back there. So just a couple only, of options for My everyone. only thing about the Fantasyland is that it's too loud. That's what I don't like. I think the booms are too okay, loud Okay, Grandma. There. I'm just saying. It's too loud. Why has <laughs> everyone got to be so loud? If you get overstimulated like I do, I'm like, yes. uh, I can't. It's too much. Like too, Have it's you, too loud. And I'm not but, joking. This is yeah. a serious question. Have you thought about bringing earplugs? Because I travel with people who normally do that, and they put yeah. earplugs in for fireworks. I haven't for those just because we normally are watching it from the front, but... Mm. I don't know what it is about. I can't. I can't do that sound back there. I'm like, um, no. Now I feel like I want to scream and like get in a hole. Well, we were talking about this. We were scream. talking about this with Halloween Horror Nights because I've been watching footage and like we're gonna probably be going next year. And I'm like, I don't. I don't know how I'm gonna handle that. Like I think that that might be a little too much for me. There are certain houses that I'm like, I. I don't know how that's gonna go. But because I'm an extroverted introvert, like I can be very extroverted, but I have to have that time. Um. But yeah, some of that is just overstimulation for me. But anyway, all right. Thanks so much, Stephen, for being here. Thanks, Stephen. We look forward to all your stuff. Thank you. We'll see you soon, I'm sure. Okay, bye. We'll go back in time for some Disney history brought to you in partnership with the mouse slits over on the TikTok, Instagram and their website for just nonstop, relentless Disney content. Pretty much. Make sure you're checking them out. All right. What do you got? All right. um, I actually have like one and a half here. I have like one and a nug. Um, And they're both this week in 1998. Big week. Big week. So the first one is um, Labor Day at Walt Disney World. This week in 98, Mr. Toad took his last wild ride as the attraction closed after today. Um, So sad there. Always bringing that up just because we're very sad. But I'm glad it's still at Disneyland. And Christy got to ride it. And I'm very jealous. Um, Okay. And then also, I thought this was an interesting fact from this week. 51 Miss America contestants, led by reigning Miss America, Kate Schindel, greeted fans and signed autographs at Disney World's Boardwalk. This was the only opportunity fans had to meet all 51 contestants before they took the stage in Atlantic City, New Jersey. I thought that was interesting that they had like a big meet and greet at Disney World. Interesting. Yeah, so, you know. And the weather was not too cold, not too hot. All you needed was a light jacket. It was great. Okay, stop that. (laughs) (laughs) All right, what do you have? Uh, I'll take us back to this week in 1994 when Magic Kingdom's attraction 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea Mm. temporarily closed. That is how Disney was phrasing it at the end of this particular day and this week in 1994. Um, If you're wondering, if you don't remember, there were 14 submarines. Each submarine can hold up to 38 passengers, a.k.a. it was a slow or a low capacity attraction. And probably steamy hot. It was interesting. I'm a little claustrophobic. Um, yeah. And it was based off a 1954 live action movie, what is considered to be Disney's first big budget live action movie from <laughs> the 50s. Um, but it was two years later when Disney officially announced it as forever closed. So it, it mm. quote, temporarily closed this week that year, but it wasn't until two years later when they were like, actually, it's just never opening. But did you yeah. know that some of the submarines were like 
repurposed as you might yeah, imagine disney repurposes things that's not a new concept but where though they they sunk at least one of them off of castaway key that is oh, disney's yeah. private island so when you're snorkeling um and yeah. you see some stuff that might have been from one the, the Twenty Thousand leagues under the sea attraction and now it's where nemo lives yep um with his millions of babies okay um <laughs> before greg wraps us up with a quote if you like what you heard today feel free to like and subscribe wherever you get your podcast you can also leave us a review on itunes so others can locate us easier on their platform of choice in the world of disney pods you can follow along with us on instagram at that park life podcast and if you want to leave us a question over there you can do so on our instagram highlight it's called ask beth and greg we love answering questions there. We need to do some of those soon. Hmm. Um, you can follow on our personal Instagram accounts. I am at the real Beth McDonald. And I am at the Disney Greg. And if you'd like to follow along on our other projects, you can check us out over at the Quick Escape Pod for, with Greg and his co-hosts over there. And we also have a t-shirt shop at Simplistic Thrills. If you want to submit a request for an episode, share a magical cast member moment, or simply just share some Disney magic by sending some magic mail, uh, or sorry, a magic gram, you can head over to thatparklifepodcast.com. You can submit that there. Also, um, if you want to find out other episodes that we talked about specific items, uh, specific things there, you can go to our website, type in the term, and it'll pop up with all the episodes that we've talked about that, um, especially our Genie Plus updated tips that we did a few weeks ago. That one has been great. Lastly, if you want to join our lovely gang of Diz nerds, we love you guys. Head over to patreon.com slash thatparklife to get our bonus episodes where we dive deeper into our lives. And also, we uh, we like to sometimes tell some secrets, some Disney secrets, and secrets. it's very exclusive. <laughs> we also have a friends and family feature on Instagram, and we have a Discord channel now where we chat it up throughout the week. Um, yeah, lastly, don't forget our Amazon shopping list. We have um, tons of things over there. We do get a little kickback, but it's um, no cost to you. And we'll put that link in the description of our episode. All right, Greg, you ready? I got a quote from Sword in the Stone, Oh, which I feel like we don't get to talk about too much. Um, This is from Merlin himself, who once said, quote, It's up to you how far you go. If you don't try, you'll never know how i feel about the gas in my car oh boy and with All right, that everyone <laughs> thanks for joining us this week thank you again to steven for hopping on talking about dintro version mm-hmm. at disney see you next week everyone <laughs>